Views expressed here are not supported by and do not reflect those of the Evening Rush Network. Viewer's discretion is advised. Queens of New York podcast. Live on the Evening Rush Network. Real, raw, and uncut Queens. Hey, hey, hey. Happy Monday. Where's our round of applause at? Smith Webb. <laughs> How you doing, boo? Happy Monday. Um, All that good stuff. I'm good, boo. How are you? I'm okay. I can't complain. I mean, I mean, you know, I always say I'm I say it all the time. I'm tired every Monday. I'm tired every day. Every day I'm tired. Today I didn't get to take a nap, but I usually come home and take a nap before I start my shows. But today I didn't get to take a nap because I ain't get off five. I didn't even take a nap. I don't even feel tired for some reason either. Um, well, I have to go to work today. You had the adult. I had the adult. I have to be. I'm. I'm becoming a full fledged adult, like a full fledged adult. So I have to get a regular job. Well, not a regular job, but I have to work <laughs> full time job five days a week. I don't understand this. It's oh my it's god! Lotto, I, have to, girl. I, have I have not worked five days since 2021. That's the last time I worked five days. Oh my God. And I feel like the somebody is strangling the life out of me. The fact that I have to get up and go out my house five days a week. This is crazy. Girl. But like I said, I have to I'm I have to become a full fledged adult. I have I'm gonna have to keep my <laughs> I'm gonna have to buy my own toilet paper. Buy my own paper well, you you you're welcoming another chapter of your life, which is an awesome yeah. thing. So that's good. Me, I, I was thinking, I was like, damn, there's other things that I have to do as an adult that I'm not used to. I'll have I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to have hey who did hey Facebook user, how are which you? One my, which one of my cousins did that? Is that is that Terrence? <laughs> Don't go. <laughs> Is that Because um, <laughs> baby, I've got so many cousins. Um, but um, yeah, I'm gonna have to keep my own uh documents like my birth certificate, my social security card. I'm not ready for this. Just take a breather, taking one step at a time. It I ain't ready. I'm, I might just have to. I might just have to leave them here with my mama and <laughs> and just have a reason to come back home. Just be like, well, if I need them, I'll just have to come back to New York to get them. Lord have mercy. My thing is, yeah, then that's him. <laughs> why does the, why are we getting middle fingers though? And that's because you said his whole name. Says, that's why it just says Facebook user. Yes, I please. mean, if I if I would have called him twin, then he'd have been mad about that. Your mama named you Terrence Mac. Lord have mercy. No, hey, Mr. Mac, why? thank you for um watching us today. We appreciate the support, but yes. And the love. <laughs> yes. Always <laughs> middle fingers. At least put some black ones up. Why are they yellow? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've been okay. I'm all right, you know, taking it easy. A couple orders this weekend. Nothing spectacular. And then I got an order that I'm working on tonight for tomorrow. And then I got a little busy weekend. So I can't complain. Ain't no need. Booked and busy, booked and busy. Many, yes. many blessings. I can't complain. Yes. That's all we could. That's all we could hope for. That's why I'm like, I'm I'm complaining about working, but I'm not complaining because when I go to work, it's not like I'm just sitting there. I'm I'm getting paid to work. 
So, you got to get your coins. That's the best that's point. Right. That is correct. What do you say? It's been a while. Fitness, ladies. We Listen, Lord have mercy. If you're going to come back to the network, you're going to come back. Stop capping. This is the Queens, the NYC podcast. <laughs> Yes. But uh, other than that, I must say it's okay. Today was a beautiful day. What we had almost 60 degrees, just about. Girl, I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't outside. So I don't know. I was downstairs in the basement of a hotel. So I, I oh, you was working. You, you was adulting. Was my bad. I was, I was adulting because adulthood, at what, what does the text I say? Adulthood is the worst hood that I've ever lived in my life. Man, listen, not the way these preteens and teenagers, I can't wait till I get my own. I can't wait till I'm grown. I can't, okay, and then when you I get there, you be like, saying, I can't wait till I can stay up past 10. I don't remember saying I wanted to be a full-fledged adult. I don't remember saying that. <laughs> I guess I it came along with just being up after 10. I don't remember saying I wanted to pay bills. Like, that is not, not something I, I've ever Lord. said. Like, I know when I became adult, I was gonna have to spend money and maybe have kids, but I ain't had no kids, so I still got. You had no kids yet. We speaking into existence. You about to have a new environment, a new atmosphere. It's gonna create new vibes. Girl, so you never know. Girl, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I want them at that time. I just want to travel now. <laughs> at this point, at this point, I just want to get money and travel. Jesus, and, and, and that's what's gonna happen. Jesus is gonna be like. Here goes your bundle. Slow down a little. Right, right, right. Slow down a little something. That's what they're going to say. I'll be like, Jesus, really? You do me like that? And I'm going to take it, though. <laughs> I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. I'm not going to complain. <laughs> Lord. I'm not going to complain. No stress. There is no need. No. See? Which goes into our topic today, anyway. Yeah, don't stress the things you can't control anyway. Because if Jesus gives me a child, that's that, that's it. That's that's all I, I I can control that because I I'm I'm too old. To you know what you abortion. was doing and what the repercussions could have been. <laughs> I, not that I'm too old to be having an abortion, but I gotta get one. Everyone says, "Well, you gotta give us one." I'm like, Jesus, what? I, didn't know, I didn't know I was having a baby for everybody. <laughs> oh my God! What for your family? I'm guessing. <laughs> Lord have mercy. But yes, back to our topic. We're going to speed it up a little bit because we have a lovely, lovely guest. And today our topic is ways to cope with stress in life. And we have a um, returning or returning guest. And she's always been super awesome blessing us with her parents. She ain't a guest. We have a family. family. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she is definitely our extended family. I speak to her often, I must say. And, you know, let's introduce her. Well, let's let her introduce herself. And we're going to get into our topic. We're going to take it from there. If y'all got some questions, comments, concerns, feel free to hit us up. And then we're going to, you know, make it do from there. So please, and, and you know, introduce yourself. What's up? Good evening, <laughs> How you do? already in the swing of things, talking about y'all not, re- well, one of you talking about not adulting. <laughs> uh, we about to take this good leap over right. the rainbow. I'm just exactly. like that. You know what I'm saying? This good leap. I, I mean, I'm already adulting. I'm not just. I'm. I, I'll be full fledged adulting. And yeah, I'm I know you were adulting, but now you full fledged. That's, that's another level. You leveling up. Yeah, right, not, right. I don't think, I don't think I'm ever. I didn't think I was ever going to be ready for this. I said I'm never going to leave my mama. 
And he said, well, I'm selling my house and we're moving. I said, oh, God, why? Right. <laughs> why, why, why are we moving? But I'm ready. I'm ready. You're ready. You're ready. So please introduce yourself. You, like I said, you are, you know, you are a family. You are a returning guest. We have a couple yes, of viewers here. We have people that haven't, you know, haven't seen you in action, you know, may need some type of answers, questions. Hey, Brooklyn the Brown Tape, thank you for dropping in. So go ahead. The floor is yours. Hello, everyone. My name is Antara Rashida. I am a womanish traumatologist, which means I unearth the language of pain to dismantle intergenerational trauma in the lives of families to bring hope to their legacy and healing to their lineage through restoring the remnant. So I do a lot of one-on-one -on -one trauma coaching. I do uh, conversation cafes for groups and organizations, right? Um, I do a lot of trauma healing retreats. I do workshops, also professional development for uh, the Department of Education in New York City. So that's me. Um, and so let's get to talking about how we that's want to that look, that was one hell of an intro. Right. That's I why like I had it. to let her do what she do. Cause... I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yes, Miss Antara Rashida, a woman's traumatologist. She, you know, she can touch, not, you know, she doesn't just speak to women. Mm -hmm. You know, she does, you know, cater to everyone if they have problems, if they have questions, if they need answers, if even if she cannot, you know, help you in certain areas, she can definitely guide you to where, you know, wish where they could, you know, and today's topic is dealing with, you know, coping with life and stress or different life stresses and everything. So what are we going to do? Hey, Dawn. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Um, I think one of the things that we need to just acknowledge straight off the bat, right, because um, this topic is hot, and so we want to get to it, is pain is universal. Life Correct. is life, right? Um, it's going to do what it's going to do. Um, one of the things that I saw that really just hit a good spot for me was, unfortunately, uh, the man from Law and Order passed that played yes. his partner, right? Um, and so if anybody knows his name, definitely shout him out, but... He expressed his, his hurt, um, but he also said, you know, you've got to live your life and you've got to enjoy the good moments because this is going to happen. This is going to mm -hmm. happen. Pain right. is inevitable. Death is inevitable. Right. Um, and so how do we cope with these things? And so on a personal note, one of the things that I think that we need to do is just make sure that we have a strong foundation. How do you deal with the natural occurrences that are going to happen in life? Right. And so. Do we have our affairs in order? Do we know the responsibility of life? And so as I'm sitting here listening to Rainbow talk about the next level in adulting, right? Um, she might want to have her, her her records on hand. Right. <laughs> no, I'm gonna keep, look, I got to keep my records to my beneficiary. <laughs> I'm going to need her to have her stuff in a, in a nice plastic a waterproof bag or something, right? One of them envelopes, uh huh? The right. plastic envelopes with the little tie on the side. Exactly, right? <laughs> um, so in case of an emergency, as we see that they are um, disrespecting Ukraine right now, and we never know what's going to happen over on this side of right. the world, right? You got to be prepared. You right. Um, that's an unnecessary stressor to end up having to call mama and say, I need something. Um, seconds, right. And she like, you could have had this. Now, can mom have copies of everything? Absolutely. Right. right. Um, and so 
just making sure that our foundation is straight, knowing that death is inevitable, right? We know as Black people, um, GoFundMe has been our go-to, and that has exactly, right. been a detriment to us mm -hmm. as a community when we know that there's things that we could put in place to make sure that our affairs are in order so that we can make sure that we understand why it's important to have a will, why we should have a trust, what does it mean to have an estate, um, and, and get past this feeling of, I don't have anything. Um, and so when we look at coping with life and, and the different stresses coming out of the pandemic, losing your job, what does that look like? Having to be resourceful, making a uh, gift shift, I would call it, right? So Zipporah has um, a gift that she can use out in the streets, right? The things that she used to do, who she used to work for. Um, but she also has another gift. So she could mm -hmm. sell t-shirts, right? She could sell right. some cupcakes, right? Right. right. She <laughs> right. Adult candied apples, right? Yeah, um, listen. <laughs> says, right. right. Um, but... Even, even in our basic instructions before leaving Earth, it tells you you should have eight streams of income. So that is one mm -hmm. falls, right? Um, you'll have something to fall back on. That's how you I cope my with some of the stresses, right? <laughs> right. That's how you cope with some of the stresses. This, this network is another stream, another resource, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so how do we get our foundation together? How do we make sure that we have things properly placed to prevent problems? So I'm going to say it again. You have to have things properly placed to prevent problems. Even mm -hmm. in your relationships, people properly placed prevent problems. Right. Um, and so that's another thing that we find stresses, relationships. Because we're not navigating our relationships correctly. We're not putting people in the right categories. Everybody can't be our best friend. Everybody All can't right. be our good girlfriend. Everybody can't be our man, right? Um, and so just even navigating through our relationships and understand that that's another way that helps us to cope with stresses. Um, T.D. Jake said it like this, you can't expect um, pint-sized people to fill up a gallon. I know, and that's so right. You are a gallon and you keep going to pint-sized people, you're more than likely going to be frustrated because it's going to be like sputters. When I'm you sure. body right, that can actually fill up the gallon that you are. So those are just some of... Uh, so in other words, you got to pour into people that can pour into you as well. Not necessarily pour into people that can pour into you because all relationships are not created equal. I think that that's right. the issues that we also have in understanding our foundation and, and coping, right? Coping is a strategy. Um, sometimes there's people that I pour into that I know can't pour back into me, but there's also mm -hmm. people that pour into me um, that I can't pour back into. Right. And that's what reciprocity looks like. Um, right. Understanding that there's going to be times that you you can't do anything but receive. That's part of relationship. But right. also, that's where it comes to a finding balance because it can be draining. But you know, when you when a grant say you keep pouring, you keep pouring, you keep trying to be understanding, and it's like you're being a sponge. Every time a situation happens, you're wringing yourself out. You're wringing yourself out. You're gonna suck yourself dry. It's draining. A lot of time, even like when you look at, like you mentioned, um, building a foundation. You understand what I'm saying? A lot of times, people's foundation don't be structured correctly. You understand what I'm saying? So if you're pouring into a person or a group of people whose foundation wasn't structured correctly, 
it's not going to, it's not going to, it's not going to build correctly. You understand what I'm saying? You're still going to fumble some kind of way. I think it's about also defining that relationship. So let right. me example, my mentee is not going to pour into me like I pour into her. Right. I understand that relationship. It's not draining. It has beautiful boundaries in place, mm -hmm. which makes it easy to navigate around, right? As your mentee doesn't mean that I'm your partner or your mentor. I'm not your partner. So I don't make every life decision with you, right? Right. You to call me for every crisis, right? But right. we have set times in place where we relate to one another, where I know that this is going to be a time that I'm going to be doing the coaching. This is going to be the time where I'm going to be providing wisdom. Now, that only drains me when I move outside of the scope of that relationship. Right. And there's nothing wrong with me feeling like, oh, she can't pour anything back into me. Well, there may be some things that she's doing for me, but they're not necessarily pouring into me. She may be sharpening my gift set. Right. Right. My ability to, you know, support. Right. And so, again, the level of reciprocity is I have a mentor. And cool. I don't necessarily pour into my mentor right. Right, in the same way that she pours into me. So it goes back to the defining of the relationship and then making sure that you put boundaries in place to create the balance that you want so that the expectation that is had in the relationship can decrease any level of disappointment because people may be looking at it from two different perspectives. Definitely, yes. Two, two, two different visions of it, right. The way I may interpret something, somebody else may not do the same. So, of course, I can understand that one fully. And so communication is the key to that, right? So yeah, what does this relationship look like, right? And so when somebody says to you that they want to be your friend, if somebody says to you they're uh, willing to be your landlord, what is that relationship like? That is not, you know, uh, your friend relationship should not be confused with your landlord relationship. Correct, correct. So again, these are how we cope with some of the stressors in life by understanding where, what do they mean to me? And what role do they play in my life so that I can now lessen some of the things that could come from me having misunderstanding? Because I got to be prepared for life to happen. Correct. Life is going to happen whether you want it to or not. Right. You Death is not always, you know what I'm saying, known, right? So we got to plan for the unexpected. Right. We don't know, like the pandemic that came, we don't know when there will be another medical crisis. You don't know if something will help happen in your own health. Mm -hmm. You don't know if you're going to lose a job. You just don't know. And so you have to make decisions that will help you to prepare for when those I don't knows occur. Okay. Those rainy days. <laughs> Those rainy days. And what <laughs> happens when those rainy days are back to back to back to back to back? A lot of times it seems like the storms is coming. A lot of times that that be the main thing. And you'd be like, okay, so when is gonna storm? When is the storm gonna be over? When is you know, how do I, you know, stay afloat? A lot of times people don't know how to do that. And then sometimes it's not that they might not know how to do so. Sometimes people don't want to listen and take, you know, listen, try this way. If that way is not working, you know, instead of going that way, it's the storm is over there. Try this way. There are a lot of times people put themselves in certain situations too. I noticed. I think awareness is key, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Being aware of your circumstances, being accountable about, you know, the things that you play a role in. And so um, ignorance is real. I, yeah. I have no problem saying, I don't know. Correct, correct. 
go, right? Don't let uh, the PhD student fool you. I'm just getting a degree of information in a certain area. That right. does not make but me brilliant. That does not no make me everything. Expert. Right. So I'm still one of my greatest gifts is a learner. Right. And so I'm quick to say, I don't know, but shame and guilt and fear will keep you from saying, I don't know. So right. and this is why it's good to build relationships or go to social service support organizations that hopefully will have no judgment. Right. I get it. Right. There, there's some stigmas associated with that. Mm -hmm. So put this in parentheses, hopefully that they will have no judgment, but will give you the resources that you need to. And I, and that's knowledge. When I say resources, like right. understand what it means to not pay your bill on time and how that affects your credit. Right. right. I understand that so that when you get, I don't know, $20,000 in a lump sum and you you trying to move out of the project into your first home and you wondering like, well, what you mean a credit score? Mm -hmm. It's okay, right, to ask yeah. these questions and, you know what I'm saying, to be educated so that you can decrease some of the stresses, so that you can increase in the areas that you want in your own life. Right. And so it, it's a stressor to live in a community that you're not comfortable in. Right. It's all right. If you know you have a three or four person family. But what happens when you have a seven and eight person family and, you know, you need more space. Right. What does that look like? And if right. you're educated in these areas, it's hard to cope. Correct. That becomes a stressor. Where for the next person, that might not be an issue at all. Why? Because mm -hmm. they have a degree of information that allows them to move forward in their life. Right. And so these are just some of the ways that we can reduce. You read a book. We got to read. We, mm -hmm. we got to Knowledge is definitely everything. What did they say? They said you put things in books because you don't want people to know it. Because people don't read. Because people don't read. Hey, hey bro. bro. They don't read. They don't read. Right. So even with all these reels and all of these stories, they have their perks, right? But some of the downside is people's attention spans is decreasing. So there was a time where crazy, right? You go in the bathroom and there's some magazines on the toilet or on the side of the toilet. You know, you handling your business, you read a magazine. Who's doing that today? They are reading their phone. Even, it, even as simple as the doctor's office, you see um, magazines and books and um, pamphlets. Now you see none of that. You just see the TV screen, whether it's the cartoons for the kids, whether it's, you know, you know, advertisement for even the, if, for the clinic. There's none of that. TV, they be like, these people not reading. They're going to be on their phone. They know they're not wasting <laughs> their they they money on subscriptions no more. Lord have mercy. Right. You see a good QR code. Right, right, like scan that. Right. All the information that you need will come up. So our attention spans, right? Um, and so even the information in which we get it, we snatch it and go. How do you snatch it and go? That means that you didn't give yourself time to process, mm -hmm. to digest the information. And so again, we can cope with some of the stresses in our life by taking the time to really read. And then be aware. It's it's when I read some things about the way that I manage money that I was like, okay, I can't just <laughs> <laughs> right. being high in the supermarket, 
right? Like I can't, mm, this ain't just inflation, right? This is me not deflating my spending habits, right? right. Or not managing my emotional impulses. Right, which can affect. Oh yeah, because I I suffer from that. I actually I was, I was able to identify that one time. Girl, absolute thing. But I, I didn't realize it was so bad until one week. I had I was ordering. Oh, it's on sale. Okay, let me get it. Okay, yada yada yada. One week, like six to seven pairs of shoes came in here, and I was like, Oh shit, I ordered that. Oh, I forgot about that. And then I had to realize, yeah, you real like the impulse shopping, you late night shop. And I had to say, you know what? Let me tone it down a bit. Cause now she I'm was like, acting like she was watching an infomercial <laughs> on the on the TV at nighttime. Yo, that's what Envy would be acting like at, at, at nighttime on Amazon. Yo. And I, I still Amazon they, night shop, but I don't they. night shop as often. But when I came, when them sneakers came in, because it was like two here, then it was three here, then I got tracking for some more. And I was like, shit, I didn't even put the other ones up. I didn't even wear them yet. And then I had to realize, like, okay, yeah, you in post shop. I Calm have to go down. Yeah. And and that was just for me. The kids is like, nah, I don't want this. Biscuit is simple. Jojo, she's simple. And I be like, well, okay. Then when I wear certain things, well, when you got that, I asked you if you want a PC. You ain't want PC. Let me do what I do. You know? So you could have been involved in my impulse. That 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 you, you, that's, you know? that's you coping with life and stress. I think that could be it too. That could be it too. Yeah. And I realized it, and there was another thing the kids realized it because JoJo was one time she had passed by the weekend and I ordered Amazon Fresh. I was like, Yeah, I need some juices, I need some water. She was like, All right, so we're going to the supermarket tomorrow. No, I ordered off Amazon Fresh and then it actually came and they was bringing the bags in. And she said, This was the worst thing they could have created because all they're doing is dropping everything off to the door and she don't have to leave the house. But it, it was it's convenient. <laughs> What feelings are associated with that? Like, you what feeling, like you don't, I mean, you don't have to do it right now unless you're willing to be that transparent. But nevertheless, like you have to sit back. One of the techniques that I use is when I'm feeling something in the moment, if right. I can, I feel it in the moment. Like I right. catch myself, what, why, why are you feeling like this? Like mm. what? What's got you going from Ziggy to Boom in 2.5 seconds? Like, where did this anxiety come from? Hold on. Like, find your chill because I know what my next step may be. Right? I'm saying, but that's not the behavior that I want. That's not how I want to show up. So if I don't want to show up like that, then that means I got to do something different. And, And nothing counts more than when it's in the moment. So y'all already know, for me, my biggest coping strategies are in the basic instructions before leaving the earth. It's real simple. It tells you what you need to do, what you don't need to do. Right. I know I need to do is cast my anxieties upon him because he Mm -hmm. can't. What's keeping me from casting my anxieties upon him? Because if I try to do this thing without him, it's not happening. Right. Right. Because he already told me the world is full of trouble. See, Jesus is real. The world is full of trouble. I've already overcome the world. All you got to do is take my peace. Take my peace. Right. Right. Not the whole thing, just a little piece. You want to stress out. You see what I'm saying? So he already told you if you keep your mind stayed on me, you'll be in perfect peace. If you mm-hmm. cast your anxieties on me, it's because you understand that I care for you. So if you right. choose not to do that, then you have no choice but to rock back and forth and worry. 
What is you doing? But you know what's crazy? I don't be worried. I shop and I'll be happy. I'll be no, like, I'm not saying new bags and pocketbooks. No, <laughs> bags I'm just talking about you specifically, right? right. I'm now on the universal you. Okay. But if you are happy, what are you feeling in that happiness, right? Like, is there anything that comes after that? Is there a, a source of regret, right? And I'm not looking for anything. These are but you know what's crazy? I've about. never had an instinct, and I think that's why shopping is my habit, because I've never had an instinct that I shop and I regret it. Damn, I'm going to take this back. You know, because I make sure I'm not one of those that's going to spend my rent money. I'm very responsible. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not going to spend my cell phone money. And then now I got this pocketbook that just came in and now my cell phone off. You, no, I don't no. never had a problem. You understand what I'm saying? So I shot. I'm okay. Everything paid off. I even paid my phone bill today ahead of time. I'm like, I got some extra change. Let me just pay on this bill and then I can do whatever I want to do. You understand what I'm saying? So I think for the most part, financially, I'm responsible. I don't know, but I don't never regret it. I'd be like, Ooh, where am I going now? So, you know. <laughs> that's your balance. Right. That's good. That's right. a self-care tactic for you. Would, okay, then I would take it that way. Okay. Because I don't ever regret it. I'm just like, listen. You've tagged on them still huh? from years. What you said? I said you you it is the problem because you got too many things with tags on them for years. Then that yes, that is correct. That is correct. So a lot of times I can just shop just to shop, but I don't ever have no regret. Like, oh, okay, I let me just take this bag. Oh, oh I, I need the money. I don't, know, I don't I ever don't have no situation like that. But there's nothing wrong with that. That's just a personal preference. Right, right. Yeah, like every time I travel, everything's new from underwear to Feet wear to whatever I'm wearing. Every time I'm packing something, it's new. I'm wherever I go, I'm gonna pop a tag off. You understand? Unless I choose to say this is my favorite outfit. That's okay if you want to create the life that you want, and that's the life that you want. That and that's right, and I don't have a problem, right? Right, that's fine. You're not hurting nobody. That's Correct. Again, we're not mixing beliefs and values. Again, how do we cope with stress? You also understand and identify, you know, who your creator is, right? <laughs> you know that, you know, uh, shopping is not going to stop you from dealing with some grief that you got going on. Correct, now. correct. Right? I might take a little longer, but I ain't going to stop shopping. You know, I might have to think about it. You know what? Let me just, but it's almost, it's just about that time. We are going to touch back base on this topic. It is getting very, very interesting. We're going to pay some bills. If y'all don't already, please follow us at the Evening Rush Network on the Google Play Store and your Apple Store. The app is currently free. Download the app. You can replay any show that we have. Um... Also follow Rainbow Refreshers, follow myself, Envious Creation. Also follow Women's Traumatologist and Tara. She is on Instagram and she's on Facebook. She will drop the needed information towards the end of the show. So let's play our commercial and we'll be right back. Uh Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl, Chrissy, here to let you know that the Even Rush Network now has an app. Yes, an app, you guys. So you can stay connected on the go and watch all your favorite podcast shows. You can download the app at Google Play Store or Apple iTunes. So spread the word. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Also, if you're looking to start a podcast and really don't know how, well, hit us up at the Even Rush Network at gmail.com and inquire about time stops, pricings, and everything you may need to get started. We got you. Join the winning team, the Even Rush Network. And also, download that app. What are you waiting for? <laughs> Get to it. Download that app. Get to it. 
Doesn't she sound all like seducing? Like, yeah, I love how I love how um she did the what's the pussy did the did the um the commercial. Get to it. It's free at the moment. We might we might change that. Even if it's just two ninety nine, we're gonna change that. Well, we welcome. Huh? Today's price is not tomorrow's price. So y'all. Yesterday's get price is not today's price. No, today's price ain't tomorrow's price. <laughs> we already here. Oh so God! Price ain't tomorrow's price. So if y'all don't get to it. Yeah, baby, y'all gonna be left behind. <laughs> we keep telling them, and like we said, we on Amazon Fire Stick as well. Y'all can watch us on a big screen. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, and we're gonna get back into our topic. Our topic today is ways. What is it? Ways to cope with stress in life. I don't know what's going on with Don. He about to be fired. But yeah, today's topic uh-huh. is ways to cope with um, what is it? Stress in life. There you go. God damn you, Delay. Like, come on. I'm going to just take over come the, the control panels. I'm not man. understanding. I don't get what you're doing back there. How are you coping with the stress of this podcast at the moment? No, I'm just <laughs> 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 <So>. <laughs> What you do with what we're doing is we cursing our producer out. That's how we it. Listen, listen. He used to it. That's probably why he's sitting there like, let me hurry up and get this in order. Like, I don't sure. know. I'm going to hear their mouth. Yeah, I'm surprised he ain't got his shut up Dawn shirt on. He probably does. <laughs> but yes. Y'all, and that is how he coached with y'all. I think also it's important to have a community of hope, right? And so right mm-hmm. now, um, there's an organization called 30 Virtuous Women. It's a ministry and they do mental health check-ins. And so they're having yeah. them tonight, right? Um, and if I had not been blessed with this opportunity, I may have checked in, right? If I okay. felt like that was a space that I needed to really deal with whatever it is going on in my world. Um, And so just sometimes being in a community of others who you can share some of the challenges that you're having and listen to their perspectives. Or sometimes they don't give you their perspective, but then they just share examples of what they're experiencing. And you can draw from that. You can glean the hope, the encouragement, the, the strategies you need. And so... We experienced that as as a ministry, Restoring the Remnant, uh, January, we did 31 days of uh, prayer for Triumphant Parenting. And so Triumphant Parenting is a community of parents who are working on their relationship with God and out of that with their children. Okay. Overcoming trauma. um, And that trauma is varies from sexual violence to domestic violence, intimate partner violence, um, to medical issues, for example, um, like my daughter who had a bone transplant at five and how that affected her socialization. Um, So just different dynamics, Um, listening to parents who were foster parents, adopted parents, military parents. Right. Um, You got all of these different challenges and you're thinking like, my situation may not be that bad. Maybe correct, I, correct, right. Right, um, correct my tone. Maybe I need to humble myself in my parenting. Maybe mm. my ego is in the way. Maybe I am passing down some behaviors that I got from my parents and my right. mm-hmm. care. And it's not effective in this time and in this season. And I need to make some personal adjustments. And so maybe I need to stop pointing the finger at them and start looking at some things that, that I, you're doing. Correct. Maybe mm-hmm. I need to go and get a massage. Maybe I need to go and, you know, uh, spend some time with my homegirl and, and hang out, you know what I'm saying? Whatever that looks like so that I can depress and de-stress. 
right? Mm -hmm. um, from what's going on so that when I do come around and have the parent, I'm not so mm, around right. my children, right? These are, these are great practices that we have to take, that we have to be intentional about implementing in order, and that's just for that particular group of people, in order to make sure that we stay on our, on our post. But in order to implement it, they got to accept ownership. And a lot of times I think that's where... We, you know, us as adults, whether they're with young parents, older parents, or so forth, the main problem is not addre addressing the problem because we might say, Yeah, I know I got an attitude problem. Yeah, I know this, that, and the third. The, the thing is, accepting the fact that you know what, the way I'm going about it is not the right way. Me being all the way angry all the time is not the right way. Me cussing you out is not the right way. You understand what I'm saying? So in order to grow or make change to identify the stress, you got to take ownership. And I think that's where a lot of us, you know, not even as, you know, as a whole, not even men, women, race or whatever. I think us as a whole have that as a problem. We don't want to accept ownership. You know what? My mother was, you know, a bit of an ass when back in the days. Times have changed. So I can't try that same method from 20, 30 years ago now on today's children. You understand what I'm saying? So it, it's like a catch-22. But I then also, like I said before, we keep going back until, you know, taking ownership, we also have to have our parents, if they're able to, take ownership. You know what? I didn't do my best. You know, I wasn't there as often. You know what? I didn't talk to you how I was supposed to talk to you. You understand what I'm saying? In order to address the issue. You know what, Ma? You was right. You know, so this is what I need to work on. I ain't gonna be so angry because now I see you didn't know. And like I tell my kids all the time, parenting never came with blueprint. You understand what I'm saying? It didn't come with instructions, but I'm giving you the blueprint of your life because I done been there on certain aspects. You got to either listen or not listen. You just want to find out one way or another. You understand what I'm saying? So that's mainly what it is. It's either are we going to take ownership that we ain't going about it the right, right way a lot of times, or are we just going to leave it as what it is? And then we're going to be stressed and upset and angry and go nowhere. Every generation is supposed to do it better than the last. Mm. I mean, and that's just the bottom line that you grow. And sometimes we punish each other for growing. So the last generation doesn't appreciate the timeout mm -hmm. and the communication, right? right. The way we handle things when things happen at school, right? They're like, yo, you should be beating them. You should be doing this. <laughs> right. All over the place. I'm not here to debate either way, but the point of the matter is that each generation should do it better than the last and we should grow from our experiences. So one of the things that I'm proud of, and I think we don't do it enough, a lot of these reels and a lot of the things that we see on social media are promoting what we're not doing, but let's mm. promote what we are doing. And so one of the things that I see in the black community is the fact that we are finding our wills to live. We are putting our affairs in order. We are talking about it a little bit more. We are, you know what I'm saying, generalizing the conversation. Mm -hmm. so I see people saying, I'm not kicking my kids out at 18. Mm -hmm. Why? Because 18, they really don't know what to do. Correct. Correct. And child at 18. But you still right. More people are doing what Rainbow is doing, right? Which is <laughs> nothing wrong with being home and you know what I'm saying, getting your footing, your firm foundation. I would rather my daughter stay home until she's 24, 25 and can move into her first home, right? right? And be established than for her to call me at 22, like you got 700 on this rent because I'm struggling. Can I'm I come struck back right, home. right, right. <laughs> 
Can I come bring, back home? Get, bring it in. Bring it in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if y'all saw that little commercial. Um, I don't know the product, but it's the, the, the sister pulling up to her parents' house. And what she a shopping bag. And she's like, I'm ready to be a child again. I'm ready to stay in a child's place. I'm ready to do. Why? Because, again, sometimes we don't have that footing. We don't have that foundation. And it's okay for our kids to leave stats. You know what I'm saying? Right. Not with Adelta. just a good job, but with 50K in a bank account. You see how Delta isn't the same in this day and age as it was in that day and age. Mm -hmm. That's the whole thing is back then you could buy a whole house for a hundred thousand dollars. Now you got that's an apartment. That's rent every month. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Every generation, you absolutely right. But every generation had their challenges, right? Totally. And, and All right. The bottom line is we gotta find ways to cope with the stresses mm -hmm. of life. And, it, and when no matter what generation you in, so our generation may say, Yeah, stay home, stay here until you're 25, 26 years old. Get yourself together so that when you I never wanted to leave the house, leave. Right, now, some leave. people we gotta do like the eagles do pull them out the nest and drop that tail. That's you, rainbow. Over the rainbow, do what That's you need. Well, right? well, at least my child, she said, She said, Well, mom, what if we get a house and I'm just downstairs or upstairs on my own floor? And I was like, I don't know, what about we get houses and you down the block? How about that? She's like, Oh, no, I don't know about that. So, you know, and she was very honest with she's like, I don't know about that. We could just all be in the same house. I, you know, still have my company, like my own apartment. We just all in the same house. I said, oh, so when I, when I cook dinner, you come upstairs? Yeah, you know, you gotta cook. I'm like, no, that's why you go you down the block. You know? It's, you know what? My, my family has always been a very close-knit family. Even when we lived in Brooklyn, we lived in a brownstone. My, me and my mother lived on the first floor. My cousin my cousin and her mother lived on the second floor. My grandmother and grandfather lived on the, on the top floor. Right. So when we moved here, we all moved, we all lived together. So it, that's nothing new to me. Like, my, gro my grown-ass mother lived with her parents. Oh, now my okay. My lived with my mama. Right. I don't want to leave, but I got to leave. <laughs> I was thinking about going because my mother keeps telling me, come back, come to Florida and stay with me. And I'm like, no, a part of me does. I would love to go home and stay with my mother, but I got two kids and a dog. You understand what I'm saying? So, See, no. I, don't none of that. I don't have any of that. See, right. It's just me. So then you can so stay home. I promote it. It's not a lot that she's taking. I, mean, I take care of myself. I just go upstairs every once in a while for some paper towels and some toilet paper. That's all. <laughs> and still a detergent every once in a while. That's you all. You work, and that's all that matters. I take care of myself. Right. I mean, it sounds like when you move out, you might still do the same thing. I just came by. I, I mean, a few no, items. what happens is I move in at least four to five hundred miles away. So I'm I mean, in North Carolina somewhere. Yeah. Ooh. So she says she wants care packages. Every that's what I'm about to say. She's going to ask for care packages. She, she I, already I, put I, it in the, in the air. What's the stress like, of being long distance? Look, I pay, I pay, I pay for the prime and I don't even use it. So I'm be like, you know, since I pay for the prime, can you just send me can you just send me some toilet paper and some paper towels? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. I just can't. I just can't. 
Well, you're still gonna be her baby, so why not? She's she gonna I'm send still it. Still gonna be here every Monday and Tuesday. I look flights, flights from Georgia to New York round trip. I seen a hundred dollars, so I'm gonna be here every chance I get. Girl, bye. I might, have to, I might be up here stealing paper towels and toilet paper. <laughs> and at least about where you pack your, your suitcase that's, down. That's gonna. Ha- that's gonna be how I'm coping with stress in life of living in an adult. Things, other things that things that I don't have to take care of. I'm already gonna have to pay light, gas, a mortgage. Water, probably. I, paper towels and toilet paper is one of the things she can give up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Amazing! Amazing! Please help her. See, so that's she got it. She kind of got it mapped out. It seemed like so. Far. My coping mechanism mapped out. That's right. Lord, but I know there's a lot of people that don't want to identify that they are stressed, and then they don't want to accept the help when they are dealing with the situation. So how do you, you know, how do you help a person in those type of situations? Um, you have to allow them to come to themselves. I think that it's just being again who you are, being your own person, and allowing people to see how you model life. And it brings people to a certain awareness. It starts to make them ask questions when they see the difference in outcomes. Right. And sometimes we want to push, but we can't push a parked car. People Correct. have to come to their own realization that this is not working for me. Right. Um, and so when you start to identify that um, for yourself, that's just one level. Doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean that you want to implement. Right. So now we've identified. Part two means I got to implement so that I can see the change. And sometimes we don't always want to. Hey, Elwood, thanks for watching. And so that's key. Um, Today was a little stressful. I said, this is funny being that, you know, this is the topic of today. And for me, one of the ways that I decompressed was taking a bath. Okay. In the middle of the afternoon. So quieting myself and reminding myself. All the time. I be like, yeah, people always talk about, oh, I'm so stressed. I'm like, do you know how relaxing just sitting in the bathtub is, minding your own business? Yes, I know. Taking a bath. Right. Journal. People take these. Reading a book, coloring, crocheting. There's more than one way to de-stress. Me, I just shot, you know. <laughs> some people eat some people stress eat some people don't eat while they stress so you know whether it's a good way or it's a bad way a lot of times people don't realize damn i don't know why i don't have the appetite you got a lot on your mind or they're not getting mm-hmm. no sleep you understand what i'm saying and i don't even think i'll be having bad moments because i don't sleep really you understand Me? what i'm saying Right, but I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't. I don't know if it's stress because I don't feel I live a stressful life. I don't. I know I do take one. I think it's your mind is just always going. I feel like that's what what my problem is. Like I'll be like I'll be thinking about stuff while I'm sleep, and it wakes me up out my sleep, and I'll be like, "Damn it, I really, I'm really tired," but my mind just won't let me sleep. Your mind won't let you rest. The body rests. Right. Mm -hmm. But. When I am, when I do feel, when I feel like I'm stressed, I just like to be in a room by myself watching whatever it is that makes me feel good at the moment. Just leave me by myself and alone. And I think that that's key. But one of the things that I find, and I used to do that, is that when you do that, all it does is why you say you can't sleep. I'm watching TV. I'm by myself. I'm doing whatever I'm doing. And your mind is just, 
it's pushing it to the back. So mm. when you finally do relax in your sleep, the right. mind is like, all right, it's time. Okay. Okay. Right. It's so weird because it's not things that are stressing me out. The the things that I'm that are in my head. Like if I'm reading a book and I go to sleep, my body wants me to get the hell up so I can read the rest of the book. That's still (laughs) that's still that's still related to some type of anxiety, right? And so again, you still have to learn how to release that, right? And, 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 and be able to speak to yourself. So this is the purpose of meditation, right? Mm-hmm. To speak to yourself, to train your mind, to think on a certain thing. So it tells us to think on whatever's lovely, whatever's pure. But then there's another thing that says, put it into practice. That's my favorite part. Because okay. it's not enough just to think on something every once in a while. You got to practice that thing. LeBron is an amazing basketball player because he has been practicing his craft since he understood the importance of practice. Right. right? And so you don't get to the place that you are Zipporah where you can make uh, Kodak camera cakes, right? Right. Uh, Because you take up your craft every few weeks. Mm. Yeah, consistency is the main thing, right? Mm -hmm. The key to that, right? Right. So even in your thinking, how consistent are we in training our thinking? Sleep is given to those that he loves, right? Mm. Sleep is a privilege. Not sleeping is not cool because your body rejuvenates best between the hours of 10 p.m. and 4 a.m. Your body keeps the score. So one of the things that made me get in the bath was I started to feel pain. And I said, oh, it's not wrong with me. I had a great bill of health Mm. last week. It was my body trying to trap what I wasn't allowing my mind to release. Okay. to ignore it. I was like, nah, I'm good. Even as the, the spiritual person that I am, let me pray this thing through. Right. And, and so I wasn't being honest in my feelings mm. about what I was going through. Okay. It was like, okay, God, I need you to know I'm anxious. I know you said don't be anxious, but let me just put it on the tip. Right, right. Let right. me be real with myself. This situation. Right. Now, right. once I say that, I could go through everything else, right? I come against every spirit of anxiety. But the first thing I had to do was be honest. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. This is what I'm feeling. And once I did that, my body was like, see? You can't, you can't. And so then taking the bath was more so for me, just mental clarity. I just That's the woo side. Mm-hmm. I won. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that was my <laughs> celebration lap. Like this is what we wasn't going to do. I know that's so, right. Again, not taking for granted the little things that make a great difference in your life. Journaling, meditating, breathing. How many people during COVID lost their breath? Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. Breath. The same thing we take for granted. Even if it's just a person in your life, tell them you appreciate them. Tell them thank you. Tell you know be you know whether you could be the listening ear or not. And I find myself lately, I've been getting very much annoyed, not stressed, just annoyed because I I, I, look, I sit back and I be like, sometimes I see people put more stuff on themselves than they need to. But then I also see people that's like, you're complaining about something you really don't want to happen. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, but I don't want them to be here. Oh, I don't want to go through this. I don't want this. But then you're not doing anything to change. Or the minute right. that they're not in your eyesight now, it's like you you have a, uh, anxiety. Oh, my God. So when are you coming back? Oh, my God. So what you going to do? So I just wanted to hear your voice. I just wanted to see you. And it's like, but you wanted the person gone. But when they gave you what you wanted, 
Now that's not really what you wanted. So I, I've been finding, finding myself and I've been feeling a little annoyed lately. Like, you know, let me just give me a glass of wine. Let me just go on Amazon. You know? <laughs> what you say? I said that is a coping mechanism. Yeah, that's, that's how I cope, right? So I'd be like, you know what? No, I'm good. Didn't, we, I didn't say you were getting drunk now. You just no, no, no. Absolutely, it's not involved with, with with your ability to, you know what I'm saying, have a glass of wine and right. like uh, I love what I'm feeling or I don't like what I'm feeling. Right? Again, wine uh, is like taking a bath sometimes because right. it helps to release. It Correct. helps to Correct. relax you. Well, they even suggest that when a person's pregnant to drink a glass of wine to relax Great. the body, to help her go into labor and stuff. So it is definitely an awesome way to go about it, especially if a person is not a heavy drinker or if a person does not drink at all or want to drink at all. A glass of wine is definitely suggested. You know, it's a bunch of different wines. You find what suits you and you just take it from there. I suggest the Moscatos, you know, the nice, fruity, you know, a little cold, you know, over some ice, you know, but... That's just what I select. That's what I like. But I suggest you go on and get this communion wine for those of you that don't know Jesus. Y'all need to go ahead. <laughs> Correct. Um, right. But no, seriously, I mean, I think that honestly, we gotta learn that there are different ways to cope, but you've got to use the skills that you know and be open to learning other skills. So right. back over some of the things that we've discussed on tonight, just being able to journal, being able to meditate, to practice training your mind to think on what's good. So Rainbow is going to talk about how great North Carolina is going to be. She's going well, to Atlanta, wherever she go, right? Wherever she go, right? The Philippines. Wherever she decides to leave, right? Whatever she throw the dart and it land, right? Texas, wherever you go, right? But you're going to think. That's too far for my mama gonna... now, Aunt Tara. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was pushing. I was pushing further out. Um, but whatever you got to meditate, you got to practice and think that these things are going to be great for you. And so it's really important that we look at the breathing exercises, that we look at the coloring books, that we look at yes. reading books, that we look at communities of hope, that we look right. at support groups, that we look at social service organizations that provide information. It's those things that help us cope with the stresses of life. Just cool. this is a resource. This is a resource. This is an right. international ground for people to have different topics on how to navigate through life. Right. Talk about all type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? From hoes to holiness. Y'all in here. You know what I mean? It's You're so right. <laughs> You're right. Listen. Um, and so again. There's so many different ways that we can cope, but those are just some of a few. And that's that's for all age ranges, you know, all sexes or whatever. It's different ways. It's never one narrow down. Oh, women do this. Like, you know, I like to get my nails and my hair done. I've seen men in the nail salon too, getting their feet done, getting their nails done. Me, when me, I'm not going to say every time, but because... Sometimes I just, I, I, I got to go by myself. But I like a man with his nails and his feet done. Right. I don't want no crusty old nasty man. Go and get your nails and your feet done. Some people are like, oh, that's gay. No, it's not. It's called cleanliness. Right, right. And even it's like, you know, I'm not going to push church on nobody. Even if you don't go sit in the house of the Lord, pick up your book, read a book. And there's so much things now, whether YouTube, whether Zooms, that you can ask questions, that you can sit in. And I actually told JoJo this weekend, my daughter, 
that I was very proud of her because she kept talking. My mama go to church. I'm gonna go to church. And she called me and I told her, I gave a disclaimer beforehand. I said, I'm gonna tell you now, you got a lot weighing in on you. The service is gonna sound real personal. Mm. I said, it's okay to cry. I said, but I guarantee you, you're gonna feel a whole lot better. Homegirl, call me you in the house Yes. He's always talking to you. You be yes. like, with this personal? Yeah. You be like, and it, oh, Lord. And I told her, she called me, yeah? and she called me, and she went, and she was like, Ma, I went. I was like, well, how was it? And she was, before she could say anything, she was crying. And I was like, it's all right. I said, but I told you. I said, it sounded real personal, didn't it? Mm -hmm. She said, yeah, it did. And then she just kept going. I was like, get yourself together. It's all right. You're going to take a nap when you get back to campus. Just call me later. And it's, it's good when they're young. They take their own initiative because us growing <laughs> up is just get up and go to church every Sunday. And you're there from 8 o'clock to 3 o'clock. Now you're you all day. And now as we got word, older, though. we don't want to go. When, when you're young, you're not paying attention to the word. The Lord right. could have been talking to you then, but you didn't know because you weren't right. paying attention. But it wasn't even you, that we wasn't paying attention. You got to remember, like I just mentioned, when we were growing up, it was forced on us. Mm -hmm. Every Sunday, you there from 8 o'clock to 3 o'clock. Then you go on to lunch and y'all doing whatever. so long back in the day? Because was, we was going to lunch and we was doing this and we was doing and that. It, and then it, it was, was Wednesday. Also, it was also a place to um, try and prevent you from entertaining certain things, right? So mm -hmm. the author, we kept you in there, right? That's why you were here. People say it's Sunday and I ain't sin all day. Like just trying to prevent you from getting into wow, something people different. People be sitting in the church um, house. They be up there gossiping <laughs> in the church house. I think, and then, again, that's just our misunderstanding of what the church is. Cause these buildings are not the church, right? Um, we are the church and the way that yes, yes. our life. Um, and the way we choose to shine the light of God is what matters. And so I think the pandemic did an excellent job of showing people that the relationship with God is what's key and right. able to get on the phone or the Zooms and be able to have these conversations um, and have these worship services without being in the building. So I know we are close to our time out, um, but church is definitely a great way to learn how to cope. Yes. It's not going to be your coping strategy. Um, <laughs> there will be things that make you want to go off, right? Right, but, right. Um, more than anything, there's a lot of things that make the light bulb come on. Um, Especially if you're sitting and you're listening. Like, but like we already addressed, everybody's interpretation is different. So I might be, I might take it one way and I might take it offensive. Hold up. I don't, I don't, I don't address that issue. I don't fix that. And the other person next to you is like, yeah, I can relate. I got some work I got to do. You understand what I'm saying? Because so it's definitely different ways. Some people, they like, oh, so you really talking. You're not talking to me. You're talking about me. That's the whole thing. You have, to know, you have to know that God is not talking about you. He's talking to you. To you, right, you, right. These are the things that I feel that you need to fix. I'm not talking bad about you. I just see it, and I know what needs to be fixed. So here right. I am trying to tell you. But mm -hmm. you're like, oh, so you're talking about me. That's the problem. The person that thinks you're being talked about, 
that's who takes it the wrong way now you know but you that's where the ones too. that don't want to accept ownership yeah i know yeah or they want to um try to find a reason to pacify a certain situation like how we mentioned um health and ins life insurance and it's crazy because we can have insurance on our phones and insurance on our cars and insurance on our tvs and everything and else life is you life insurance life insurance is much cheaper than insurance that you got on your car i can tell you that right right so and it also goes according to what we value a lot of people don't value their life a lot of people don't value you know take it's an opportunity to it's a it's a how you put it it's a blessing to wake up every day you understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? because there was so many people that said yeah when i get to work tomorrow i'm gonna do this that and the third i'm not gonna and overload myself to go to work to today and went to sleep and didn't wake up you understand mm -hmm. what i'm saying so Looking at every day as a blessing because I tell everybody, don't wait to New Year's and say, Oh, I'm gonna do my New Year's resolution. Every day is an opportunity to do better than what you did yesterday. That's every just my day. opinion. No, you are absolutely right. Every day, but that's just my opinion, you know, because I sit back and I look at and then I look at people that, Oh, I'm gonna get into the gym for New Year's resolution. So we in. February now, you're going to wait to the end of next year to do mm. it. Why? Can, when you I got tomorrow... I Huh? I didn't say for New Year's, but I just said, I was like, I'm going to get back in the gym, but then I just be like, that's another bill that I got to pay, so I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, Jesus, you! We don't count the cost. Right. We don't, don't. I'm going to watch me a YouTube on like a 36 six minute ads. But, and that and that is key, but that that is so beautiful, right? You, you started you somewhere. Excuse. You said, okay, that's another bill, but there's another option, and that's a free option. There you go. There I'm gonna get on YouTube, and I'm gonna find the best workout. That's different from what Zapora is saying. There are some people that just don't count the cost. When you say I'm gonna go to the gym once a week, that means you gotta go when you don't feel like it. Correct. You gotta go when you don't gotta ride. That yep. means you gotta go when you got another appointment and you you made this commitment. So mm -hmm. half the time, a lot of people have a hard time coping with stress because we don't show up for ourselves. Correct. We don't show up for ourselves. And one of the things the poor was saying earlier about relationships with people and how frustration, because you frustrated with people that's not showing up for themselves. Mm -hmm. You need to up for yourself. But they refuse to show up for we all got things we want to do. We all got these imaginations. It's a matter, again, what's the intent, though, right? Correct, correct. Intent. It's one thing to immediately recognize it and be aware. Like, I'm aware that I'm a size, whatever, and I know that I really want to be this size. But what immediate action are you going to take? Correct. I'm what are you doing to change where you at? Right. go get some ice cream. That's right, the right. Action, right? So, let's go with direction of what you want right she but, just said she's gonna have her brownie and some milk but you're gonna put you on youtube right, right after i just can't with you and i'm just saying i'm just saying and there you go right the mental you know anguish i want to do this but this is right here like i need to go ahead and get on that running machine but this brownie is calling my name, right? And so now <laughs> do I deal with the stress of not being able to get in my dress next week, right? Because mm. I knew why it was next week, right? But I also knew that I didn't have the discipline to show up for myself. See? So, yeah. Guess what? Look, that's I why I ordered the dress it. so I can eat my brownie. Might, I'm not I'm making you no more. Right? I might go get two girdles next week. 
took from my dress, right? You, know, you, a, you just gotta get you a wrap. Wrap it. Wrap it. You don't need two garbage because wrap it. Oh Lord. But that's what it is. It's taking ownership. And a lot of people we also can't expect people, we can't expect people to put to um show up for us who don't show up for themselves. Correct, correct. But you, my you thing is up for you, I know you ain't about to show up for me. <laughs> right. But my thing is you have to stop expecting things from people. If you don't expect nothing from people, you won't let yourself down. You understand what I'm saying? If you're going to do something, you do it, you be there, okay, you're genuine, but you're never supposed to really expect, okay, well, it's in return, or eventually when this happens, they should they should have me. You got to remember, the way, because I know a lot of times the way I can handle a lot of situations, a lot of people can't. But you got to also understand, again, we going back to defining the nature of the relationship. That's what I was about to say. I was about to say, there's some people that you can be me, able right? to. There's an expectation. They should be correct. As their children, as my children, they should expect. If you make a decision to be in a committed relationship with somebody, I have an expectation, right? right. That you're going to meet me at whatever. But there's, again, having those hard yet courageous conversations. Mm. How are we defining this relationship, right? You and mm -hmm. I had it before. Right. You know right. right. Like having that hard but courageous conversation. And I say it's hard mainly for people who don't like to be that transparent and vulnerable. Right. And so even in all of that, I'll give you a prime quick example. Zephora knows our, you know, history. And so we were still meeting people. We had a whole family Zoom. Um, mm -hmm. for us. Uh, they saw us. I knew exactly kind of how it was going to play out, but we tried. Um, and and so I was like, uh, I don't think I want to meet nobody. And she was right. like, come on. You know, and I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> we were texting, we were texting me and a, and a relative that's trying to get to know each other. And suddenly the communication stopped. Yes. And one day I was in my prayer time and I asked the Lord, what's up? He said, she no longer wants relationship. I said, oh, okay, God. Fine. I immediately texted her and I said, at first I thought something was wrong. But I realized that you just might not want to have relationship. Right. And it's she okay. responded immediately. Thank you and take care. Right. Oh, wow. Again, beautiful, hard, but courageous conversation. Right. No love loss. I don't know you from a hole in the wall. You right. don't know me. But I appreciate not going into a relationship knowing you already felt some sense of discomfort. That does mm -hmm. not invalidate me. I'm still amazing. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know nothing about me. Right. Your loss. About you. I'm not going to judge you and say that you're anything less than what I met. You, I don't even need closure. Well, what did I do? I, I didn't do anything. You have right. a right to make a decision. But right. if you have those hard conversations, imagine I would have let that go. And next year, I would have been like, yo, what's up? I'd have ran into her somewhere and she would have been like, eh, eh, my expectation. But I thought that you and I was building a relationship and blah, blah. Why? Because we never had the hard conversation. conversation. Yep. We never defined what this relationship was. Just because we share some blood don't mean we going like each other. You know, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I say it all the time. Just because we we can't pick our family, we get to choose, pick and choose how we must we mess with them. That's it. That's it. How we be bothered, we gonna be bothered, or we not gonna be bothered. So I want to say something from one person, my mama. <laughs> but again, that's an expectation. That's an expectation. I, I, from, I do expect something from her. Lord, we, have defi her. we defined our relationship. We had that hard. But tough. 
We had that. I said, I'm getting older. You ain't got a choice. I didn't ask to be here, damn it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> but that's what, that's a great example. A mother-daughter having that hard conversation. What is the expectation? Do I? Are you always going to be here for me? Can I count on you when I hit, you know what I'm saying, hard times? You know, there's some of us that's out there that we like, we having a hard conversation after we had the hard experience. And mm. that's why a lot of people can't cope with the stresses of life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought you was going to catch me. You know what I mean? And it's like, no, baby girl, you got to find your way. But that's, that's where acceptance comes into play. I'm not, I can't keep catching you through your life tri trials and tribulations when you keep putting yourself through them. That's fine. Have the conversation, though. Right? Yeah, the conversation is definitely right. Did you have but the conversation? I don't conversation. do that to my mama. And, I, and, and again, don't believe that you do, right? But do we have that hard conversation? So even Mary J. Blige's stepdaughter today, I saw a clip of her talking about her father. I guess his name was Kendu, right? Uh, Mary's yeah. husband. And them saying to her, like, you never really, you know, talked ill of them. And you were sleeping in your car. And you were sleeping in your car when Mary was like banging. Like they was on private jets going for right. me. They was lit. Mm -hmm. And she was just like, I, I, I just never expected it. You know what I'm saying? She said, now when I had children, I had a different perspective, right? She okay. was like, oh, you're just, you, you, you just pretty much like, uh, uh, you don't care. Right. And for lack of better words, she said something else. Right. But she was just like, you don't care because now I'm a parent and I know I couldn't do that. But that's because mm. she had an experience. Mary, she couldn't have that expectation for Mary, but she should have. She could have had that expectation for her father. And she chose not to. Again, mm. because parent child dynamics vary. For different people. Correct. Absolutely. They, they absolutely do. Good parents, or if their parents said, Yo, when you turn 18, you get out and you figure it out. Right. They may not have the fortitude to say, You stay here until you're 25, and I'm going to help you figure it out. You see what I'm saying? And the fact that she may have been able to say, Yo, that was that, and I moved on with my life, it's cool. If mm -hmm. she's really coping with the challenges that she had to overcome, by not being supported. Right. And so we can we could get through life, but can we be honest about how we're showing up in the world mentally and emotionally, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm throwing bottles in the club, but I'm pretending that my dad letting me sleep in my car don't bother me. You lying. Right, you right. The action is manifesting itself. You know what I'm saying? Because if anybody, you should be giving daddy, no offense, that energy that you giving shorty in the club. Shorty ain't got Absolutely. you in the club. Right. You understand? And I'm not saying sis ever did that. I don't follow her enough to know anything about her life. But again, that's just an example that we're not always honest. So if I can't be honest with myself, Zipporah Rainbow, I'm going to be honest with you. Correct, correct. So I, I don't have the capacity for 15 friends. See, as an only child, I thought I did. I thought I had enough capacity for my fingers and my toes. I love everybody. I'm a kid. No. But when I got I old enough to understand the gravity of really walking with somebody and being in relationship, I want to be able to support you and care for you like I want to support and care for myself. Correct, correct. And I can't do that with, with even this amount. This, this five, I ain't got right. five. You know what I'm saying? Like, I might got three on. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't have the capacity to carry because people don't understand. I'm not here to hit manage your emotions. Mm -hmm. I my own emotions. Right? right. But I can be, you know, a support during your grief journey when you lose your loved one. You know what I'm saying? When you lose a job, 
You know what I mean? Like when your relationship is ended unexpectedly. But again, it's based on having those hard conversations. And so when I don't put on on Rainbow, what I would put on Sephora, right? Mm-hmm. That helps me cope differently. Right. Expectation from Zipporah that I don't have from Rainbow. Right, right. Zipporah at 2 o'clock in the morning, I expect her to understand this is not her norm. I'm going to get up. Correct, correct. Rainbow might be like, do she know it's 2 o'clock in the morning? She wouldn't normally call me. What happened? Right. <laughs> but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad if you was like, sis, like, it's 2 a.m., like, we ain't got this kind of relationship because now I'm playing on your morality. I don't know you. I don't know you. Right. Some people are like that. Yeah, I don't answer my phone between this time and this time. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. Right. And then there's some people that's like, yo, I'm here because I recognize that that's the relationship. Correct. Correct. Absolutely. Everybody's in different categories. Whether they realize it or not, everybody serves a purpose in different ways. You can't just, and I was watching something that I seen either on Facebook or, um, or, or it, it was on social media, but every friend you can't tell everything to. You understand what I'm saying? You might sprinkle a little here, sprinkle a little there. And then, you know, if they conversate, they're going to put two and two together. But at the end of the day, you're telling, you can't tell everybody everything or that one person everything. You definitely going to leave out a little bit. You might even leave out a little bit of your opinions here and there. So it's th- that's different ways to cope. Like, listen, I just got to get this off my chest. You understand what I'm saying? You might, they might even ask you, so what did you do for this situation to take place? But Don't I'm going to talk about, about that. that. You know, don't worry, about don't worry about that. Just right. know that I'm telling you that it happened. Okay? But I have a lot of people that be like, listen, I called you to tell you, you know, this, that, and the third. I really didn't want to hear what you had to say, but I appreciate it because I know you're going to tell it to me real. You understand what I'm saying? My thing is I'm not going to bullshit you. I'm going to tell you I'm how it is, whether you want to hear it or not. Huh? I'm not gonna sugarcoat it for you. Right, right. Because if you call, if you call, if you call to vent to me to for me to sugarcoat something, you called the wrong person. But my thing is, I feel it should be the same way, too. If I'm going through something and I'm asking you, what's your opinion? You know, what is your thoughts? The same way it's going to go both ways. Tell me what your opinion is. Tell me what your thoughts is. Because at the end of the day, regardless of however the conversation go, you're going to decide to do what you want to do, regardless of what I say. I'm going to decide to do what I want to do, regardless of what you say. So just being honest and you keep a better friendship like that anyway. But that's the purpose of defining relationship, right? Because right. I tell people all the time, I'm not a dump truck. So you don't get to just come and land here and leave me with all your stuff because that takes from my energy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How I need to vibrate, you know, when I'm dealing with other people. So what did I do? I turned that into a whole business. Like, you you got to pay me, right? Right. <laughs> relationship, right? right? I have some clients that they already tell me, like, I don't really want you to say much. I just want you to listen. To listen, yeah. The, the two or three lines that I give them, it, it, it brings sense to everything that they was just dumping, mm-hmm. right? Or they'll tell me, like, I don't want to fix it. I, I, I'm clear about the situation. I know it's messed up. I don't want to fix it. I want to know how I could get to this, to this, to this, and call it a day. Okay, perfect. That makes it easy because you know what you want. Right, right. right. So, and that takes a lot of capacity that I no longer have. People can't come and dump because I know that I'm a giver. So I'm going to want to give you some information to change the trajectory of your life. And that's it says, don't cast your pearls among swine. So you know what? I'm going to have to play mute. 
going to have to shut up and I'm also going to have to kind of close off my ears because mm-hmm. I can't I can't handle it. You know what I mean? And then I need to deal with my own stuff. And I don't have the energy to deal with my stuff when I'm right, gonna... dealing with every right. And then a lot of times it's good to take a step back. Oh, so why don't you do this? Why don't we do nah? I'm gonna stay home today. Nah, I'm good. Oh, why don't we A, B, and C? Nah, I'm good. Not today, maybe another day. It's okay to step back and take a breather from somebody else's situation, especially when it's not true. Energy is draining. Correct. People don't like I I I always say, like when I go out, when I go out. Uh, uh, one night, I'm like, oh my! I wake up the next day. I'm like, I'm so tired. It's draining. I didn't drink. I may have danced, but I'm so tired. Like I did so much. It's too much. Other people's bad juju. Right. <laughs> right. Your energy, your energy is flowing, right? And and so again, the the spirit of God is radiating. So when people say like your energy is amazing and they want to hover and hang around, I have to set the boundary, beat it, because just being next to me can make people pull on you away. So restoring the remnant is about teaching people to watch their pull. You know what I'm saying? CEOs, people who are constantly pouring out to other people. You, know, you got to take great care of yourself so you can mm-hmm. continue to be the giver that you are. You the bartender. You know what I'm saying? You can- Somebody <laughs> told me I sh- I'm, in those, I'm in school for the wrong thing. I'm supposed I should be going to school to be a therapist and a counselor because I just have a way with words and talking to people and stuff. And I was like, eh, I don't know. It was a thought, but then I'm not something you want to do, right? I mean, there's so many fabulous ideas that we can talk about offline, but it's therapeutic to bake cakes. Do you know how many satisfying sounds? Like if you made a YouTube of you just baking and the satisfying sounds that people enjoy, so now it goes to sleep to that kind of stuff, right? right? And people will talk. People will talk while they are going through all of that because you have the energy that just makes people spill. It's the gift Mm -hmm. of counseling. It's the gift of care. Your compassion is on a thousand. And that's the same thing with me. But But I think that can still be a downfall because then you'd be sitting here like, I just want to bust them upside the head. I'm just saying. Everybody (laughs) wants to tell you their business. I don't care. It's not for everybody. If you don't care, you don't care. You know know what you good at doing. Like, if you don't care, you don't care. And that's okay. Right. You're aware of what you are. You know what I'm saying? But back to what y'all were saying earlier about the blame game. Remember, from the garden, when Eve took the first bite, when God comes through that garden, what, what happened? He says to Adam, Adam, like that woman you gave me. That woman, like that snake you got in here. You know what I'm saying? That snake is like, you already know what it is. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm with it today. We always play the blame game. We got to start showing up and being honest. Like, it's me. Right. 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 I'm the issue. You know what I'm saying? Look in the mirror and just say, I'm the the issue. I'm the drama. I'm the drama. It's not the inner me. We say this in church. It's not the inner me. It's the inner me. Correct. Mm-hmm. The way, like I always tell people, old, old keys is not going to unlock new doors. The way you've been doing it before, if it didn't work for you and you want change today, you cannot be doing the same method today for tomorrow's change. Old keys is not going to um, um, open new doors. So black people want generational wealth, we may not be able to kick our children out at 18 years old. If black people want generational wealth, then we may not be able to keep dying without a will and going to go to go, um, go, go fund. Go fund right? So we need to understand we can't keep pouring over 
old wine into new wineskins. Mm-hmm. We have to have a mindset of change, a mindset of progression. And right. this is how we cope as a community. If mm-hmm. we know that we got black babies that are going to die in the street at the hands of the police officers, then what community organizations are buying policies just for black boys? You know right, right. Like, is that not an idea? Unfortunately, but it's a way that we got to cope. You understand, right? Like, there's so many different things and so many different issues that we got to deal with from an individual to family to community. Correct. We got to find ways to cope. And that coping starts with our individuality. Mm -hmm. Finding ways to take care of ourselves and finding ways to show up as our best selves. Mm -hmm. So if we want to go and we want to get down to a size 10 from a size 12, rainbow, don't eat the brownie. Go to I'm eating the brownie. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Go go to the gym. Like, is it a keto brownie? Look, I don't even know if that makes sense, right? They got keto brownie. Yeah. Do they make no brownie? I ain't making no keto brownie. And this shit ain't even just one dozen. You gotta eat um you gotta eat small meals and snacks throughout the day to keep your metabolism going, right? <laughs> so what happens is that's what I'm gonna do. And that brownie is gonna be my last snack of the day. Jesus. Chocolate is healthy, right? Chocolate, I'm trying to help you out. Chocolate. Yeah, mm-hmm, absolutely. Something. No, dark chocolate is healthy. Milk chocolate, chocolate and white chocolate. <laughs> I didn't make you dark chocolate brownie, so technically, no. <laughs> this is whatever I wanted to be. Envy, in my head, this is, is dark chocolate brownie. You want to show up in the world, and and envy is not allowing you to show up in the world. She like is this. not. She is trying to hear it. But the I, thing I, about I, it is, I, she ordered them from me, so I don't even know if I'm helping I, the problem. <laughs> Right? She's she's the problem. Well, the drama. And and this is this is how you cope with the support. You gotta support your pocket so you get your coins. Right. You allow her to wrestle with her decision, right? Because she has the right to choose. choose. (laughs) So she's choosing. Guess what? You gotta look at it like this. If she don't get the brownies from me. She's going to get them with somebody else. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> so I might as well, you know what I'm saying? Right. Put a little note in the brownies. Try not to eat them all at one time. Right, once every right? day or something like that. Give right. directions, right, give us directions. I guess not eating them all, so we're good. <laughs> I shared two, so. Two out of 24, Rainbow? I said I shared I didn't say two. No, that that no, that two wasn't. It wasn't two. Oh, there's okay. more than two left. There's more. Okay, than two okay, left. okay. There's much more than two left. I okay. could never. <laughs> oh God! No judgment zone. No judgment. Yes, we appreciate you. <laughs> Listen, you stand up. You'll put a lot of women to shame. So be great, says. Ain't nobody mad. Absolutely, problem. absolutely. <laughs> but we appreciate everybody. We thank you, Miss Antara Rashida, for your time once again. Yes. 
we got to do a, um, a part two. Do you have, before we close out, any resources, any information in case someone is dealing with stress, if they would like to reach out to you, how could they reach out to you? Or 800 numbers, um, God forbid, if they're feeling suicidal, God forbid, if they're going through a domestic situation, um, if they've had a sex, you know, what is it? Um, they've been assaulted sexually or any type of way that they're trying to grasp certain things and deal with certain things. Do you have those type of resources or do they just need to reach out to you and then you just take it from there? Ooh. So a little bit of all Sorry, right. my neck. So we recognize <laughs> that suicide awareness is the 988 is the suicide crisis line. If there's ever an emergency, um, you can always reach out to thetraumatologycenter.org and subscribe to us and we will keep you up to date with some of the resources that we offer. We often do a lot of trauma healing groups. We often do a lot of uh, triumphant talks and where we're having conversations about different topics such as the grief journey, right? Um, talking about the triumphant parents and peace relationships. Where are they taking you, right? Mm -hmm. so these are just of the topics to uh, help support people's goals and changing towards healthy behaviors. And then restoring the remnants, rtr.org is the ministry. And so um, if you want a safe place to land, um, we definitely would love to have you as we gather together every Sunday at 2 p.m. Um, and we really just talk about the different trauma and drama that goes on in our lives. Um, and how we can triumph over it all. So super excited to be with you all once again. Thank I you. you. Um, and definitely dope for part two. Ah. Yes, we got to do a part two. We definitely will. Rainbow, what you got to say before we close out? I just want to say, I want to thank Antara Rashid for being here. <laughs> I want to uh, uh, thank everybody for being in the comments. Um, I would like to say thank y'all. God bless and good night. Yes. And I'm going to close it out. Y'all already know. Follow us and download the app, The Evening Rush, on uh, in your Google Play Store, Apple Play Store. The Evening Rush Network. There you go. The Evening Rush Network. Also follow uh, Rainbow Refreshers, myself, Envious Creations. Also Miss Antara, the woman's traumatologist, restoring the ribness. She is, you know, you can reach out to her on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking to join the platform, it is not that much space left. Reach out to me um, or Mr. Don um, at the Evening Rush Network on Facebook or Instagram. Even Rainbow might even be available. I don't know. We're going to have to make her do some. I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> but definitely catch out different shows. You know, we have shows every day at every different times. Um, and just make it do if y'all going through whether it's marriage situations, whether you're going through relationship, domestic violence, um, you're looking to relocate, you know, family situations, family problems. There are different ways to cope with stress. Just look it up. Whether you 311 is free. Not well, I wouldn't say 911, but 311 is free. But even if you did call 911, I know they would definitely refer you to another area because it is not a, a emergency. You know, lashing out is never def is never but the they, way. They have a they they have a domestic violence unit, so someone right. would still come out and help. Right. Them. But, you know, lashing out, being angry is definitely not the way. Committing suicide is not the way. You know, just being angry with yourself is definitely not the way. Read on it, pray on it, and we will see you next week. Same time, same channel at the Evening Rush Network. We'll see y'all later.